I'm Kim Cutable, an author, producer, and entrepreneur. Voice Lessons is a podcast about what, why, and how women create and the way that they lead. What happens when one little girl uses her voice to change a conversation she's tired of having at school? Everything. This story starts with a crayon and a bright light named Bellin Woodard, who at eight years old asked a question that has sparked a movement and a business that gives back. It's called More Than Peach. Hi, my name is Bellin Woodard, and this is a lesson on using your voice. What is the earliest memory you have of being creative? I've been doing like stuff for like a long time since I was like three. Mm-hmm. I used to, when I was like three, I would go to this library. It was like once a week. It would have this little thing where like there's a craft that you do. Ooh, okay. And so I would do those crafts. I would just do a lot of crafts because I have a lot of artsy stuff from like some of the people my mom works with. And she would give me some art stuff, too. So what grade are you in at school, and and what do you think of school? I'm in fourth grade, and I really like school. It is very very fun. And sometimes on rainy days, sometimes I do just want to go home because it's rainy. (laughs) But other days, I love school because I get to see my friends. And we get to learn new things. Mm -hmm. I skipped a grade. You skipped a grade, too, right? Yes, I skipped kindergarten. What is the the best thing about being a little girl, would you say? Is that, well, you're still a kid, so people just let you be a kid while you can because it's not like you can stay a kid forever. Mm -hmm. So, like, the best part is just um, having the time to be a kid while you can. (laughs) And what's the hardest thing about being a little girl, would you say? being always how like people want you to be because like since you sometimes I don't know you're very playful and stuff and you mess a lot of things up it's Mm -hmm. very hard to kind of just discipline yourself sometimes tell me what happened in school with the crayons every time we color like people and stuff they always ask for the skin color crayon and Mm -hmm. we all just knew that oh the skin color crayon is crayon language for the peach crayon so we just always gave the peach crayon to everyone, not really thinking about what we were doing. Mm. Why did you think everybody knows that the skin color is the peach color? Because there's one peach and one brown. And mm. so some, so the brown was too dark maybe for some of us. And, mm. and then the peach was too light for some people. And mm-hmm. so the brown was too dark for me. So mm-hmm. I just kind of colored darkly with the peach. And then when I told my mom about this, she just said, well, how about you give them the brown crayon next time? And Mm -hmm. I said, I don't want to do that. Instead, I want to ask what color they want, as there can be a number of any colors. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Good. I love that. So what made you feel brave enough to say that? I've gotten used to being kind of just like the only brown girl in class. So it's just like, okay, 
here's how I feel. I know how you, all you guys feel. Now this is how I feel. And this is what I'm going to do. Were you scared? I wasn't scared because I kind of was really confident. Everyone with every, any skin color or any diversity thing, then they have their own skin color and they have their own crayon. So you worked with your mom and you started more than Peach. So can you tell me a little bit about what your not-for-profit does? So more than Peach, make sure kids can be kids and they don't feel disincluded and they have the best options. And how I'm doing that is I have my palette packets, which include multicultural items, um, my very own more than Peach sketchbook. And soon, coming in June, is going to be my own Bellum's More Than Peach crayons. Oh, and, my gosh. I love that. And actually, I deliver them to schools. I donate to schools. And now I'm actually donating to senior centers because they can't see their families due to COVID-19 because they're more at risk. And so we are decided to do something nice for them by giving them my palette packet. Everyone should be able to color. (laughs) What's your big goal? My big goal is to get this not just around the country, but maybe even around the world so people can know that they have their own skin color and it's okay if the one peach, one brown doesn't actually match you. And if it doesn't, you can actually say something. Mm Mm-hmm. In the palette pack, it has a whole bunch of different colors for skin, yes. yeah? Yes. Yeah. We have, like, a whole bunch of colors in there. It's not just one peach, one brown. It's a whole bunch of colors. There's lighter ones. There's darker ones. And there's just a color for everyone in there. It's not just little kids who have written to you. There have been some grown-ups and some older people who have written to you thanking you yeah. for the work you do, right? For example, there was some – there was a guy who – was when he was like 50 years ago, when he was like six years old, his skin, he was half Chinese and half Russian, and his skin color was yellow. Mm. And he was like, thank you for actually letting me realize that having the yellow crayon as my skin color wasn't actually wrong. And how did it make you feel to know that you gave somebody permission to, to love their skin? How did that make you feel? It made me feel really good because some people are don't really love their skin or something. And by doing that makes them be like, my skin color is amazing and I should always love my skin color. I agree. I agree. You were also inducted into the Virginia Museum of History and Culture. Yes. <laughs> so what happened with that? So we went to the museum and they decided to put one of my palette packets and they decided to make a display and my palette packets and a actually more than peach t-shirt that I just made and there for the museum to be in there forever and ever and that's really good because when I'm older or I may be doing more than peach one but when I stop doing more than peach then people can maybe people can start like doing their own more than peach project or something. They can start making sure people in that decade also um, knows that there's a skin color for everyone and stuff. What's been the hardest thing about doing this more than peach project? Well, 
nothing has really been like hard, hard, mm -hmm. but as if for now, we are shipping my pallet packets across the country. Mm. And it's a lot of work because you have to stamp and label. And you do all that by yourself? Actually, my dad um does like, so sometimes me and my brothers and my dad do like assembly lines. So like someone puts the letter into the pallet packets and so another person puts it into the box. And so <laughs> my brothers and I do help my dad. And how many have you shipped so far? Probably like over 2,000, maybe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your poor dad. <laughs> awesome. 2,000. What do you need from people who are listening who might want to help this project? If it's a younger person, then maybe to stop asking for the skin color crayon, always assuming for, to get the peach crayon. I love that. Do you need any donations? I do need donations so I can continue to make these packets to ship. And I use the proceeds to donate to programs in the arts and for students. So what would you say to a little girl who has a hard time using her voice, who's afraid to speak up for herself? I would say be you. And you are brilliant. Be you brilliant. And just know that if you if you want something to change, you should be the change. And don't just hold it in for a long time. If you if it really bothers you, then make sure you say something. Because people may not think it's weird. They may actually think about it and say, you're right. I could imagine having the same hardship or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to stop that. Who taught you that? Probably my mom, because my mom, sometimes I used to be kind of like, should I say this? Should I not? What if people don't like what I say? What if people don't like it? Mm -hmm. And my mom usually just says, well, don't really care what other people think about what you say. It's still worth a shot. And you don't know, people may love what you say. People may want to do the same. So you should just say what you want to say. You're a Target model. How did that happen and what do you like it? I love Target modeling and how I don't really know how it happened. It's all the way in New York and we live in Virginia. I didn't have to really go to auditions. My first shoot, I was in a magazine, so they may have just found me there. And then I went to one shoot and then they just kept calling me back, calling me back. And I love <laughs> did this happen before more than Peach or did it happen yes. after? Yes. Okay. It happened when I was in like second grade. And <sighs> it's really fun to model for Target because the crew I work with are really, it's really fun to work with them. And I also get to like do shoots with like other modeling friends. Mm -hmm. And I also get to like the sets are really fun sometimes and we get to listen to music and do like all these crazy things you know what I think it's interesting because now you have this platform where your face is seen a lot of the time but you have a very strong voice and your very strong voice it gives you a larger platform for your more than peach movement yeah mm -hmm. so tell me you you got a little bit of black. You wear your hair natural. You have a gorgeous afro and you've been teased about your hair. These first graders 
who are about to go on for the pledge. One of them were just like, why is your hair so crazy? I looked at her. I'm just like, really? You're going to ask me that question? And then I'm just like, uh, well, maybe because God made my hair crazy because I'm also all over the place just like my hair. And how many people get to actually have matching personalities with their hair? <laughs> Love it. And what did she say to that? Oh, well, she was a first grader, so really not nothing. She kind of just stood there, but it was okay. So if I was to ask you to complete the sentence, my wish for every other little girl is to make sure to use their voice to for to do anything that they want so they know that if they want something to change, you can change it and don't be afraid about what other people think of what you want to say. You have all of the answers when you ask the right questions. Be visible. Speak your truth. Every other woman needs you to lead. Voice Lessons is produced, written, and spoken by me, Kim Cutable. It's also produced and edited by Sergio Miranda and associate produced by Jessica Manalga. Our music was created by singer-songwriter Claire Hamill. You can find out when we post new episodes when you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. And if you liked what you've heard, we would love it if you leave us a review. You can join our community at Facebook forward slash Voice Lessons Podcast to speak with me live after every episode is posted. And if you have a question or comment or want to suggest a guest, you can do it there. Or if you're on Instagram, tag us at Voice Lessons Podcast and use the hashtag LessonUp. For other inspiration, updates, and show notes, subscribe at VoiceLessonsPodcast.com. <laughs>